0: Uh, as, as you two as you two know I was in Dallas this week for work and it, it just just as we start here there's there's one thing I want to point out about Texas and I, I've only been a couple times and you don't realize it till you get there and it's immediately when you get to the airport but you know you're in Texas because there's nowhere else in this nation that I know that people dress aggressively differently the belt buckles the the boots, and then the cowboy hats. And you think, oh, we're inside. There aren't going to be a bunch of cowboy hats. There are cowboy hats everywhere. I, I've, it was incredible. I know you've been recently, Sean, as well. So, I,
1: I have been recently. I also had a very brief stint uh, in the latter half of the year 2005 where I lived there. Yeah. Um, there were, I will say, there were less cowboy hats in Houston. Yeah. Um, but around uh, around Austin, there was there was no shortage of uh, lo- the local attire, as you say. Uh, I, how 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 was that? Were you were you enjoying Texas while I was laid up at home, possibly with norovirus?
0: Um, it, it was. I didn't get to experience Texas as much as the as the item for work that I was there for. Sure. Uh, I feel like it would have been pretty fascinating to actually be in dallas and around uh because they they do love their sports there and the mavericks are apparently a terrible 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 organization (laughs) so i missed maybe the local flavor of that sure um but i was in north texas and dallas area specifically so uh, i mean that is something that is also fascinating about there is they really do care about
1: all of the sports right well i so while i was uh Spending the better part of three days uh, Laying either in bed or on my couch I rewatched a lot of episodes of Criminal Minds That I had seen already uh, But I Mm. also did a fair amount of internet reading
0: That's probably a better use of your time
1: (laughs) Probably And and I came across a, a cool piece in the New York Times Magazine By a fellow named Amos Barshad Who I believe, Pierce, you might recognize from the Grantland days
0: He's a writer of of oral histories in a way that no one else is, except for Lizzie Goodman. But he's done it a number of times. I don't know
1: how often and on it. Based on the uh, rave reviews for all the pieces, matter uh, probably Jonathan Abrams too.
0: Oh, to, oh, I got, I got, I got them confused. There's so many just great writers at, at, at um, yeah, former Grantlanders.
1: Um, anyway, he wrote about a little website called the Players Tribune. And, and and I found I found that very interesting. His uh, his basic thesis was, or, or the question he was asking was, okay, so this thing is occasionally great, but does it qualify as journalism? And I guess we should probably start. I, I know I know what the Players Tribune is, Pierce. I know you know what the Players Tribune is, Max. I get the sense from our brief discussion before we started that you don't know what the Players Tribune is.
0: Here's a better question. What would you like the player unit to be? <laughs> that is is what I'm interested in.
2: Um it sounds like a like a I'm not I'm not really sure. So yeah. some kind of club or Ooh, a club a place for mm. players to hang out. For players well yeah. it's like a playboy knockoff or maybe a newspaper i am not i really oh. don't know mm. I, i'm guessing it's sports related based on the intro yeah um it, it is maybe like e-sports maybe it's like a starcraft uh oh, vlog. oh man yeah, if if they, they start
1: know. maybe they'll start getting stuff by e-sports uh athletes so uh i'll
2: i'll get you up to speed so, oh, oh, it's a social network for athletes. Oh, that's what it is. That's a, what so, it is. Oh.
1: so th- you're you're getting close. Um, so the Players Tribune is a site. it's a website uh, that was started late in 2014 by uh, Yankees Legend and uh, noted sex gift basket aficionado Derek Jeter.
0: and seller of fish, right? Isn't that what he's doing as Marlins owner? He just oh, sells off wow. all their fish. That's,
1: uh, all their... <laughs> that's pretty bad. Yeah. I, that was bad even for you. Well, it could be worse. He could be the Pirates owner. Oh, you know. damn it! Uh, anyway, uh, his sort of founding principle was that uh, it would be a place for athletes to uh, to sort of to tell their own stories. And uh, they they went, they went out and had this kind of boldish strategy where originally they were giving titles to these athletes. So like Matt Harvey was the New York City Bureau chief, and Kobe was the editorial director. Um, but uh, you know, it, it's become known particularly as a place, for players to kind of circumvent the media and uh, and tell their own stories whether it be announcements like Kobe announcing his retirement or that's where Kevin Durant obviously broke the news that he was going to sign with the Golden State Warriors uh, but it's also been a place for some pretty uh, heartfelt stuff like uh, Isaiah Thomas um, pouring out his thoughts and feelings about being traded from the Boston Celtics to the Cleveland Cavaliers, and um, Dion Waiters I was talking about his his brother who was killed in Philadelphia, if I remember correctly.
0: Yeah, and also he he talked there about how he was you know very. Everyone should be glad that he's at home and not in the playoffs. There, there's, ah, yes. there's deep stuff. There is, stuff. there's Aaron Aflalo. If I remember correctly, that's where he wrote about um, his his high school experience, being in high school with Kendrick Lamar, being from Compton. Um, there's, there's certainly a lot of almost human interest type things, like first person.
1: Yeah. So, Amos Barshad is digging through. The history and sort of the evolution of what he called a permeable wall between pro athletes and the traditional sports writers who were covering, you know, team beats and that sort of stuff. Um, and and following that thread through his old boss, Bill Simmons, uh, and Deadspin, uh, uh, sort of for the way that they were doing... Uh, a brand of quote unquote journalism that didn't, uh, that did, really didn't involve any access to teams and players necessarily. Um, and then through ESPN, uh, which does so many different things that are and aren't journalism. Um, but it goes, you know, it comes eventually to the 2010s and Players Tribune um, a- and so I want to I guess I want to start with that question do you think this is journalism because I personally I think there's a clear answer to the question
0: so I mean for me the idea of journalism is one in which an un, hopefully unbiased observer is is objectively gleaning the facts from these people and presenting them and not even presenting them in a way that kind of guides you to an answer but presents them as 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 they are um and i think that what automatically happens with this is the reporter quote-unquote is also the one being observed uh so it even if we can take them as facts, even if it's a video of Isaiah Thomas talking about how he felt about leaving the Celtics. They are obviously biased because they want to tell their story. And if you were telling your story, it can't really be, I don't think it can be objective because it is only your point of view. You don't get an outside perspective. So in that regard, it's really hard to say that it's journalism, but that's not to say something isn't being reported when they put these together.
1: That's actually okay, so that's a good that's a good point. That I think that's a fair I think it's a fair thing to consider whether there's a distinction between journalism and reporting. Um, and I guess I, I guess I think there is. I mean, journalism tells a a story.
0: A report is not nece- necessarily a story, and they are telling stories too. But it's the journalism one. I think the idea is that it is a story as it actually is. Whereas when you are reporting your life, it's a it's a story with only you know one point of view. You don't get the full story. I, I mean, Max, I think that. Since Sean and I nominally have experience in sports journalism, um, you as as comparative outsider, where do you draw the line?
2: Oh, on the definition of journalism? Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't. I don't really know that it's that it qualifies as journalism if someone's writing about themselves. Yeah. Then it's just I think well because I think journalism is written by a journalist. I think yeah. a journalist's profession is to investigate and share. And so if these people aren't really investigating, it sounds more like they're just sort of selling things on the internet. Yeah.
0: Well, You've got to watch out with the... so
2: things might be themselves, but it's probably also brands because that's what athletes do. Well, um, right. You started well, to dig in
0: there. I, I like that you mentioned the the job thing, and not to cut you off no, short, sure, but uh, that gets into the... The smarm factor one of i think the most notable gawker pieces that i've never been able to finish because it's so damn long it's on smarm <laughs> it's and like 10, the whole words. idea of well you you're not you're not actually this so don't don't criticize it which is something that's that, fair <clears throat> Lena Dunham and it's, does a lot
2: and it's relevant too because we ha- we saw that even with the the recent um there was the what
0: Oh, I was going to say with LeBron talking about. Political well, items. there was
2: that. I was talking more about the. Um, there was a town hall with with a Marcus Rubio con, oh. <laughs> and there were some some high school students asking him some some hard questions, and then there were some comments afterward about, well, why aren't journalists asking these questions? And there's a lot of answers to mm-hmm. that question that I, we don't need to get into, but I think it's important to well, to note there's... that everyone should should question things and. And, yeah, and speak th- and investigate. I but think that just because you have journalism,
0: yeah, just because you have some other label doesn't mean you can't be a journalist. But your point about if you're telling your own story, I, I, that's the one I see. Uh, Sean, you you had a point.
1: Uh, I kind of lost it actually. I was gonna, I was uh, gonna say that. I was gonna note that on Smarm is roughly the length of an unedited version of your guide to pour over coffee. <laughs> hey, um,
0: you know what? also also one of the most notable pieces of of writing on the
1: internet uh if you restrict the internet to our website www.prettyokpod.com that's still not true yeah uh, (laughs) i was gonna give you credit for it being one of the most notable pieces on that very tiny corner of the internet but sure I'll, Mm -hmm. i'll if you're gonna say it's not i will accept that uh but i so if we're gonna get technical about the journalism um Uh, You know, I I would say uh, uh, we go to the tale of of the tape and uh, our old friends Miriam and Webster uh, would say that journalism is the, quote unquote, uh, the collection and editing of news for presentation through the media. And nothing about the Players' Tribune is really the collection of news. Uh, I I would say that even though, uh, even if you're allowing... Kevin Durant to to break the announcement that he's signing with the Warriors through the Players Tribune that does not uh, journalism that does not make um, hmm. it, it's it's something much more like PR and I'm, I'm so glad Max that you mentioned brands because the thing that you didn't hit on is that people are brands now that's yeah. just the like life is just that people are brands you get you know um Pierce, I'm sure when you were you know w- when you started your new job or, or maybe even any time you've done training, you've probably had someone from your company's marketing team come in and talk about your personal brand as a member of your company um I've certainly gotten that talk uh Max, I have to imagine you've heard it once or twice too I mean like who doesn't hear that now um,
0: uh, I actually helped develop a um so <laughs> There Was a, an event that I was holding for more senior members of, of the place that I work, and it was a two part, um, kind of hour long session about branding. Oh,
1: god, um, bless so you!
0: Branding is very big, but I, I think that the a thing Rovellan is and maybe why we should be. I don't think anyone is accusing uh, the players' union of being bad or something here, but oh no, these of players, not. I mean michael jordan i think started it but a lot of these players are are themselves like multinational organizations they all in the summer they go to china um and they they take these tours around southeast asia because they're huge if you are you as an entity like yeah you, you might have help from nike but you represent more than just nike you represent yourself you have sponsorships a spokesperson for many things the players tribune offers something that that is 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 kind of hard if you are not the kevin durant company uh the players tribune is a way for them to do press releases to talk about their brand and talk about the things they're doing athletes don't have that in the same way that you know the white house can can have a press release or or uh you know chuck schumer's office can release a, a statement to the press which is the way they're viewing a story or whatever it is, and they're giving information. The Players' Tribune, I mean, I think is valuable in the way that it offers that for these athletes who, I mean, how else do they release a press statement of themselves through their through their agency? Well, no one's going to read that. But if you put it on the internet and make it look nice and everything else, I'll go to the Players' Tribune and read about why Kevin Durant went to the Warriors. Well, but
1: doesn't don't you just... Don't you just like take a screenshot of your iPhone Notes app and put it on Twitter or Instagram?
0: Yeah, but you—I mean—that's the way that you could do a blog too, and you could just put it on Instagram. But it looks much nicer on a nice site that people have put time into. Sure, someone's edited. No, prettyokay.com.
1: <laughs> no, that's not our website, Max. That's not even our website. www.prettyokaypod.com. That's two plugs in this podcast. I think I'm going to hell for that. Um.
0: That's that's not why, but you
1: know, <laughs> good solid point. Uh, so this is, so I'm, I'm sort of scrolling back through this article again, uh, and uh, Katie Nolan, who I, I uh, of whom I am a fan, um, said about the site, uh, I think back in 2015, uh, that it's not for fans, it's for players, uh, it's for the players who want to appear like an open book want to appear like an open book without the risk of getting themselves in trouble for being an open book
0: Um, the irony of it being started by Derek Jeter is not lost on me I just want to point out it seems
1: like it's not lost on her either yeah yeah, that's uh, I mean I I agree with you I'm I'm not out here saying it is bad or it shouldn't exist well okay I kind of think it's bad uh, but I don't Hmm. think it shouldn't exist uh, I, I don't necessarily have a problem with players trying to to keep a hold of, of one outlet through which they can really control their own narrative as a collective unit, uh, you know, more so than through their Twitter or Instagram or, or whatever other social media they happen to be using. Um, but...
2: Max, did you have something? I have a question. Okay. Um, about this this website, how much of the content on it is is related to sports?
1: Uh, and I would say probably all of it.
2: Okay, yeah. it, it, if an athlete talking
0: about their life is related to sports, yes, sure. But, uh, you know, some of the the things that we cited are not necessarily
2: sp- about sports, but it is about sports people.
1: All right,
0: that's sports fair. Persons.
2: Yeah, I mean, I guess I just wasn't sure if it was like uh, if it was an outlet for specifically athletes to discuss politics. That wasn't clear to me. It sounds like it's not, but you were talking about people having it, an opportunity and a place to share what they think, and well, and it sounds like that's not so. What
1: there's it is. there's some of that. So like the I, I'm on the site now, and the sort of hero hero story, the thing at the top of the page, is. Uh, Uh, Okay, so they have, like, a rotating three-story thing. And there's a piece by a WNBA player uh, about why Black History Month matters. And there's a piece by Steve Nash about the aftermath of the Stoneman Douglas shooting and gun violence. So, like, it is also, to an extent, uh, a place for these athletes to you know, to speak up on those sorts of things if that's what they want to do. But at the same time, like, I I don't know here. Here's why. If Steve Nash said, I want to get the word out about how I feel about gun violence, like couldn't, I don't know. He could have called like the, the New York Times ran an op-ed from Eric Prince the head of Blackwater about why we need more mercenaries in the Middle East. Like they probably would have run an op-ed from Steve Nash about why we need gun control policies.
0: Okay, and it's it's yeah. not it's not equal, but th- this isn't this isn't limited to you're right. This isn't limited to the player's tribute for these press well, this is slightly different, but getting athletes' views on things. I mean, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar writes for Time... He's written for Time magazine. He's he's in there a lot. I think that the Players' Tribune, because they're obviously mining from players or former players or whomever, uh, I think that there's probably less of a barrier for entry to, to getting on it. Um, you know, the New York Times should want Steve Nash because I think he's a really great guy and a thoughtful dude from what I understand. Um, but you know, if the Players Tribune is the one that acted quickly, that's fine. I mean, uh, Chris Cluey, who did did he write for Players Tribune, or has he been on Deadspin? I forget. Deadspin. Which, but... I'm sorry. Deadspin. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's if you've got something to say, you know, not maybe the the best outlet isn't isn't going to pick you up. But um, this isn't limited to. Uh, I guess the the press release mentality isn't limited to. Players' Tribune because, quite famously, uh, Tom Brady's health regimen has been covered by ESPN and SI, and it is essentially a press release for him releasing a book and, and this...
1: And probably yeah. soon by Kevin for www.prettyokpod.com. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but so, uh, okay, the, the last paragraph, sort of the summation of the story is what I think about and, and what is ultimately the root of what i guess is maybe my issue with the players tribune so i'll uh, i'll read a couple sentences for you projecting the players tribune model forward we can imagine a world in which athletes simply don't need to talk to reporters in an echo of what feels like the unstoppable atomization of all news and information politicians tv showrunners labor union leaders theoretically the players tribune platform is replicable for any public professional and in the future, perhaps, every last person will get to broadcast his or her own particular worldview, free of objectivity, on a bespoke, partisan media organ, with slick photography and design. And it will be up to us to decide what version of the truth we want to believe. Ah, uh, I mean, it seems a little apocalyptic, but does it?
2: The future is now, though. Right! Were they? That already exists.
1: Right, but that doesn't mean we don't have to have a problem with it. Yeah, true. You know. I don't know.
0: This Uh, I so I I just come back to the fact that I think that this for we've talked about branding, I think it's a good outlet to kind of understand who, who these people are because you mentioned something putting things up on Instagram. A lot of world leaders and everything—they have appearances they make all the time, especially like royals. They have mm-hmm. appearances, but that's not necessarily a press release of "Hey, here's how my life's going." Um, I think that that in that way, Twitter kind of functions as as your appearances. Um, you know, Kevin Durant had some famous Twitter interactions over the summer, getting caught out for having a a, a fake Twitter account <laughs> in some ways. Uh, those are like your your appearances, and maybe you have a little interaction on the court, um, uh, you know, where you get in a fight or something like that. But this is this is the player's Tribune is more like the press release. This is you saying like this is my new direction. This is what I'm taking. It's it's more formal. I think that the former formal outlet for them is important. Um, and I don't know. It, it does. I think a lot of people don't think of athletes necessarily as people. I mean, are. Lord
1: and Lord knows uh, a certain, certain segment of uh, the population, a.k.a. Fox News hosts, don't.
0: They don't think that they can do anything other than be an athlete, and I appreciate the humanizing effect of this site, even if it is for a purpose of them making their brand more impressive. But, you know, damn it, what what is what is everyone's personal blog for? Or even in our case, like, a slightly bigger blog it's it's to let you know like i'm doing this stuff i'm thinking about it and i think you should think about it too solid point point. and you should think about it in the way i think about it that's that's all they're doing and why can i do it but they can't i mean that is i'm not going to project that on that it. is
1: certainly what www.prettyokaypod.com is for
0: yeah max you look you look forlorn about this are you okay
2: yeah
1: Are you going to go tear through the Players' Tribune over the next week like I did with Criminal Minds on Netflix?
2: Probably not. I I don't know. It's, It's a little unfortunate. I agree. Like, anyone can share their thoughts on things. And there's the attitude of like, oh, why should we listen to athletes? And it's like, well, you don't have to listen to athletes. Uh, the point is that there are people who will listen to them and they they have a brand, like you said, and their brand's more popular than and, mine. And so if, if they re- post things, it's going to get people are interested in what they have to say. And and whether that's good or bad is not really, I don't think there is a good or bad to that. It just is. Yeah. But it's the, the world of the internet that we live in. I think that we, uh, we we're, we're, we're getting near some some territory where there's, you know, questions around fact and truth and all that and that's no good but separate from that that feels like six
1: whole podcast episodes
2: yeah um i don't
1: know a lot of anger
2: sharing is sharing is caring Caring i think i think that something that
0: that everyone could agree on would be good on the player's tribune
1: if you don't think athletes are real people
0: that's fine but if they want to report their lives we should do that and the way we could do that is meshing food blogs and athlete blog And you get to just their diets, because I find that to be the most fascinating things about athletes. They are humans like you and I, but they eat totally differently.
2: Uh, They can be real people. I just, you don't need to seek out their opinion on anything. No, but they should
0: have a forum just like you and I do. Yeah.
2: What do you mean just like you and I do?
0: Like we're doing literally right now.
2: But they can do that already.
1: They can, but some people think that they they cannot. Well, but those people
2: aren't... Okay,
1: but all right, so now we're I feel like we're extending this longer than we needed to, but Oh, no. Those yeah. those people are going to think that regardless of whether the players' tribune exists or not. I think that's what yeah, we're Yeah, and they,
2: at. they think that about like actors and actresses too. They prop those don't same they? people Sure.
1: Those people probably think that we shouldn't have our own platform to talk about what matters to us because of a certain thing about us. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's that's, you know, that's fine. So I it sucks. Yeah. Uh, all right. Anyway, uh, if you read the Amos Barshad piece, uh, actually, well, if you didn't read it, uh, we'll link to it in the show notes. If you did and you want, uh, to, uh, talk about it with us, uh, come find us on Facebook or Twitter at pretty okay pod and, uh, let us know what you think. Right. All right now that we're through with that it is time as always for pierce is sorry what are you apologizing for this week man
0: as as we well we've, we've kind of had a discussion this this podcast as well about what people's professions are and can you do stuff outside of that and as we're experienced right here right now we are and um, whether people want to engage with it or not i i am but nominally, I have a, a, a day job. And, uh, is that so? so? I had a training this week where the idea was we're enhancing my ability to do my day job. And it was uh, pretty much a week-long simulation. You're honing your skills, whatever those may be or are not. Um, understanding where you need to improve. And one thing that I did is uh, presenting. And presenting is something I do pretty frequently and have for the however many years I've been working now. And in a way we, we do it here too, or we're, we're presenting even if it's slightly more informal. Mm-hmm. So I do the presentation and, and I got, I got a lot of you know good feedback about different things and I improved this or that during the week. Um, but I got a really good bit of feedback and, um, within it, there is, there's something to apologize for. Um, Someone came up to me afterwards who'd been watching it and really had a a nice conversation with me, sort of privately, uh, because there's a lot of feedback that is amongst the group, but this is a private one. And they expressed it in a very uh, nice way, a thoughtful way, I think an empowering way. And I'll I'll definitely think about it going forward. Um, But I want to share that bit of feedback I got that I need to apologize for. Um... Max, can you can you read this right here? Uh, no.
2: He's writing something.
1: Wait, was the feedback that water your handwriting is no. horrifying?
2: It's written in some kind of cryptic language I'm not familiar with. <laughs> yeah, Max. If it you says, can. "Watch resting face."
1: Do you have resting bitch face?
0: No. So so I was told that when you have other members of your team presenting instead of looking at if they say something you might be ahead of them you might have an idea and it might be right but don't look at them in a perplexed way (laughs) give it more of a supportive look so I'm apologizing because and I know this to be right like I, I know that I do this but I really need to work on my ability to show a, a blank or supportive face even if I feel the opposite. Hmm. <sighs> so watch your resting face. So Oh I
1: <sighs> So learn to lie better. Learn to
0: lie better.
1: Yeah. Important so, advice for us all, really.
0: Yeah. Learn to be supportive in your in your in your line. It's not gonna L- it doesn't, lie
1: to, I mean lie to help uh, people not to hurt people.
0: I, ultimately it's something that i've actually tried to cheer with people before which is in these situations let's not get an argument in front of everyone else because we're all on the same team so don't yeah. don't hit on your team members in a situation where other people are observing you like
1: i mean if you've got an issue, don't do that. for that players only meeting <laughs> you're aware that you use the terminology hit on right
0: Uh, yeah that yeah i guess that's that's not really that that is not the connotation that i meant but sure uh, you know
1: don't don't rag on anybody there we go all right uh no that that is good advice uh i i think i i could probably use that advice every once in a while in uh in my professional capacity as well so uh thank you for sharing um and we'll move on to close the show with a big idea from pop culture uh, as I referenced earlier uh, In the show I've been sick for a few days I'm better now which is nice uh, But I had lots of time To uh, watch stuff on Netflix And read about the Players Tribune Online And, uh, and also to really burn through A lot of uh, A great YouTube series uh, I- I've talked about my love Of hot ones before um, But uh, I went to Munchies and watched a ton of episodes of The Pizza Show. And uh, it was really neat. This guy, Frank Pinello, who runs a pizzeria in Brooklyn, um, goes around uh, to places around New York, around the country, uh, around the world. He goes to various regions of Italy and just like eats pizza and talks to pizza makers. And it just, it was fascinating. It, it's the kind of. Like it's a food that I think about in one very particular context most of the time, and just it's kind of fascinating to see someone really delve into it so deeply. It's just it's neat to see people get really invested in things that they care a great deal about.
0: Yeah, no, uh, and I I think that something very specific like that can be a lot of fun, and I'll have to maybe check it out if I figure out how to you know, get to
1: the YouTubes. I you know I think you'll I think you can do it I think you're capable, um uh, and and you know I <laughs> we talked before well it's not it's not even
0: that it's if I can get to the YouTube without just watching KXP videos for a couple of hours fair enough it's, it's very hard to to get past that and watch anything else I
1: guess we you know we had sort of talked about before this when we were trying to figure out what we were going to record on we had talked you had you were talking about food blogs and I was like I don't really read any food blogs and I'm realizing now we could have done that and I could have talked about how I don't really read food blogs, but I watch a shitload of few, uh, food YouTube videos. So I should have done you
0: that. you are the heathen that is the reason for everyone quote pivoting to video, end quote.
1: Shame you're on right. you. You're
0: right. It's shame it's, on you. That's why been, you're going to hell. It's been
1: my fault. Fu- <laughs> That's called <the laughs> callback. Uh it's been my, you're right, it's been my fault the whole time. Uh which seems like uh a good note to uh Go with and say that's that's the end of the show. Uh, it, was, it was my fault. Uh, yeah. If you want to tell us about that, you can come find us on Facebook or Twitter at Pretty OK Pod or drop us a line at It's Pretty OK at Gmail.com. You can get this and every episode of the It's Pretty OK Podcast at our home on the web, www.prettyokaypod.com. I said that several times. You should not have forgotten mm. it. Um, yeah. While you're there, oh my God, this is a big deal this week. Uh the first ever Max Handler blog post. Uh I don't I
0: don't even know what it's about. I'm I, waiting till the podcast comes I, out to look at. Yeah, it.
1: me either. As of press time, it is a uh, it is a, on topic TBD, but I'm sure it will, it will be a nice surprise for us all. Max, do you want to tell the people what it's about?
2: Um it's a it's it's just some suggestions of 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 things they could do with their time.
1: <laughs> oh. This will be good. I hope I hope I hope it's two
0: words with with one uh, with one punctuation mark and it's kick
1: rocks period. <laughs> uh, God that that would be super easy to edit. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Delete. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, you can also subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode, do that on your device of choice or on Apple Podcasts or uh, most other places that you listen. Uh, I've said this before, but if you have a podcast app that you like and we're not there, uh, let us know and and we'll try to figure out uh, if we can get it there or if not, another way to get it to you. Uh, If you subscribe, please leave us a rating, review, comment, that sort of thing, or just tell a friend about the show. We'll be back again next week, as always, to talk about something else. Until then, I'm Sean. I'm Pierce. I'm Max. Thanks for listening.